This is episode 230, Prohibitively Loud and Expensive. Uh, it's the 10th year of the tone control. I'll yeah. put that at the beginning. Um, wow. I kind of, I have to, I, oh man. We forgot about that during we the show. We forgot about that until the very end, but um, <laughs> thanks everybody. Let's do it again. Yeah. Welcome. Whatever. Why not? <laughs> Sorry for coughing so much. <laughs> <laughs> If you see droopy eyes, it's justified. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, this is, okay, so before we get into what's the, the what's up, this is traditionally the episode where we completely forget how to podcast, right? Because right, we've had, we've like, had a, a day off, yeah. Abnormally, a day off. <laughs> we've had an abnormally <laughs> long break. <laughs> yeah. And, <clears throat> um, and I, it's also, it's right after the new year and like, we were talking about just before the show, we, I feel the lack of motivation so hard on this day. Like it's, there's, Mm. for us, it's just been like four or five days of being up later than I usually am. Mm -hmm. And the kiddo still wakes up, you know, and it's like, "Mm," you know, um, so I, I came out to work this morning and I did eventually like get into my normal routine, but it was like two hours later than it was supposed to be or usually is. And, and mm-hmm. anyway, and I don't even have a infant. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not here to get, keep being tired. Like that's, that's a shitty yeah, thing to no, do to people, but, but I know um, that, I know that that's a different level. <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, I don't know. Sleep here is okay. Like that's not really the concern. The concern is just constant sickness. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure Everyone in the U.S. is sick right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone. It's like almost. So, it's like three hundred fifty thousand people. Yeah. So like if um, if your mic's not three hundred fifty million, my... I'm sure it's not three hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh my god, Justin. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, are you in? Are you one of the? Are you one of our Canadians? No, I'm just no. Kidding. <laughs> I uh, I'm like a little sick, which is just my new state. You know, I'm yeah. A introducing sick. being a little sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had, uh, I, I remember not being one of those people who doesn't get sick very much. I work yeah. from home, things like that, have a kid. Um, kind of sick all, all, the kid, all the time. Yeah, a little bit of stuff starts to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. Kid goes to school. Then it was just like, whoop. You know, the, once the kid turned, yep. she was like two when she first started going to, to school because we had like home, we had privileged home care like from mm-hmm. myself and my, my mother-in-law and stuff for a long, long time. But anyway, she she starts going places and it starts coming home. It's like, well, you know, as my as we're all want to say, a peck of dirt or whatever you're supposed to eat or something like that. I mean, to a certain extent, yeah, you mean, are developing immune systems, but of course. it's not like you want it to happen all the time, all of at course. once. Ugh. Yeah. So Jack Jack has RSV, and which in, in adults is not a big deal, but in kids, yeah. it's a like little kids, it's a really big deal. So uh, we're dealing with that. That's, I mean, I'm not going to get into like the specifics of how shitty RSV is, but like it just yeah. sucks. It's like a super cold. Um, and he can't really like clear his throat and stuff. And it makes breathing hard and it can turn into other stuff if you're not careful. So, um, you know, at that age, you can't, you can't give them all the medicines all the time. And no. 
they you can't explain it to him. <laughs> nope. You know, and he can't blow his nose. He can't clear his throat. Stuff like that. And everything that we take for granted, like going <clears throat> like babies yep. can't do that. And you never think about it. that. Yeah. You never think about that until you're like, baby, just blow your nose. Oh. Right. <laughs> you have to do so, the uh, the sucker thing and the sucker thing. And then you're not supposed to do that that much, but he needs it that much, and then it makes it worse. Yeah. And it's like a whole So you're balancing thing. it like stressing out his face versus <sighs> Yeah. 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 So we just got yep. back from urgent care like an hour ago. Because because it's New Year's Day observed here, and the pediatrician's office is closed, which is where we would have liked to go, but right. you know, okay, off we go to urgent care. Fortunately, they saw us right away, which was great. It was busy, oh, but we we're like, we have a baby with RSV, and they're like, come right in. We have a room for you and <laughs> well, everything. Yeah, one baby, two. Yep. Get out of our waiting room. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So um, it was. It's about as good as it can be, and we're just in the uh, got to deal with it kind of phase. So. Yeah. Um, not an emergency room. Emergency rooms are not like that. And, you know, urgent care, it's like the hospital urgent care. They have a, this like okay. a other location that's run by the hospital and stuff. Nice. So we were there, but, um, not far from the house, but yeah, hopefully he does get better soon. Thanks Mike. It's just a drag and I'm like supposed to go back to work tomorrow and he's supposed to go to daycare tomorrow. So we'll see. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. he can go to daycare as long as he doesn't have a fever. That's the rule. So and the fever has been sort of coming and going. So it's like, in and out, yeah. yeah. And, and, and so he's downstairs sleeping right now. He just fell asleep on the way home, and we're like, you know what? You can just stay in that car seat. You can, you can do it, dude. Yeah, you got got to get it. Just may as well. Just you're, you're comfortable. You're snoozing. Have at mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you ran into this, Justin. Like, well, this is now the parent control. Yep. Um, well, look, there's no there's no guitar related. There's no agenda show today. Notes planned. So if we say anything about guitars in the next hour, actually, it's an you know what? I do have I have a pedal I thought we could talk about. Oh, later. all right, all right. Um, but anyway, so from Pedal Genie, so for later. But um, the thing about having a kid that was like it's stressful. You're like getting ready and like all this stuff. Like, what's it going to be like? And then when you think of sick kids, you usually think of like toddlers, maybe or toddler age. Like, I don't often the mental picture is not often like okay. infant for a sick kid. You know. Yeah. So Jack is in daycare, so of course this is going to happen. So the stuff that you're thinking about as you move into this new phase of like your life, becoming a parent and stuff, for me anyway, was often like uh, like raising the child, right? Stuff like turning them into a good person and the bonding moments and all this other stuff <laughs> okay. that's like, you the know what I mean? Level. Like the, yeah. <laughs> the high level, the slow burn stuff that's like, you know, okay, uh, teachable moments and like how am I going to help a kid through a breakup or like stuff like uh-huh, that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. You don't. You don't think about the uh, what do I do when my five month old is having a hard time breathing, right? Because then you can't really do anything, and other than just like watch them be sick and give them yeah, some medicine and yeah. stuff, and they're just like, yeah, "Help me!" <laughs> <laughs> and and you can't. So it just sucks. Like that's the part that for me has been like, "Wow, I there's no preparing I could have done for this yet." Here it is, right? Still sucking. <laughs> Still right? there, yeah, yeah, and like, not that I'm ready to help Jack through a hard breakup or something like that, but that's the kind of thing that you can slow down and like take mm-hmm. a beat and like stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. this this part though, it's just like, what do you do? Nothing. You hope he gets okay. Yeah, I mean, well, it's 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 fortunate you have a a place like that urgent care nearby. Yeah, that, because you know, like I've said, like. I said to you earlier, like they 
probably they're going to check him out. They're going to be like, okay, everything's proceeding as expected. You're okay mm-hmm. to go home. And that's kind of the answer you want. It feels sort of stupid on the one hand to go into a place like that when they're yep. just going to tell you that. But they have to. It's the yep. age and they have to, and they can check, you know, they can check his blood oxygen and then they actually know, like, right? Yeah. This yeah. is actually not harming him in the long run right now. Yeah, so like there good, was a big you know? fat, like, he's he's fine. He's He's okay. It's not great, but he's okay. Yeah. And we're just dealing with him being fine and, and okay. And, you know, it's just, it's been going on. Like he's had yeah. some kind of cough since we had COVID and that was after Thanksgiving. So now it's like, all right, it's been like a month. And mm-hmm. when's, when's this part going to go away? And then it became RSV. Like he got that at daycare most likely. Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, everyone's doing everything right, but at some point, it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm. Can we get through today so tomorrow can come and we can get through tomorrow too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, it's just a drag and like, oh look, there's there's baby socks in my pocket. Neat. Um, pocket socks. Yep. Pocket socks. Hashtag pocket socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I have like, a little extra. It's no big deal. Yeah. Pocket you know, socks. put them back, put them back in the pocket because one of these will, days you're going to be I'm somewhere gonna... and it's going to be like, oh my god, shoot, what am I going? <gasps> Pocket socks. socks save the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, when they have a fever, the pediatrician told us take his socks off. Oh, all right. Just like helps him off gas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like a goddamn pear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or a banana, <laughs> you know. But that's what you. That's actually that makes perfect fucking sense. Why did I never think of that? Like in the summertime, we have mm-hmm. like a little dog pool. We'll sit outside and just put water in the pool, and you put your feet in it. You feel great. It's yeah. life changing. Yep. I mean. You know, on the scale of what to do for an hour on a hot day, life changing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's low level life changing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I don't know. Like I'm just coming in hot again. I feel like last episode I came in hot, and <laughs> I'm just like this is just me now. Like I I come in flustered from having a sick kid and stuff, and I sit no, down and I'm like oh, it's just fucking podcast. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's it's all good. It's all good. There's um. This is, In the, other news. this is the process of life. Yeah, I'll tell you what. So let's let's punctuate this, and then I'm going to tell another story that is also to do with having a coughing kid for months. <laughs> All right. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit PedalGenie.com and start your wish list today. So it just makes it makes me think of this because Aria has, I think, just about kicked this cough that she's had for for real like three months. Yeah, I remember you talking about it here. Yeah, and. She, at first, it was like this thing that that sort of, she started coughing and it sort of presented as a cold, sort of, but they eventually it got bad enough and they checked her out and she has none of the things you can test for, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we do the whole workup. And so the peed is like, it's, you know, it, it's a um, sinus infection, like a bacterial sinus infection that you can get from just like slightly inflamed tissues from allergies mm-hmm. or something, you know, so that because she couldn't name a cause, basically she calls it that. And anyway, so we go through two courses because it keeps coming back. We go through two courses of antibiotics. Mm. It comes when it comes back the first time, it's like sort of an ear infection. So we do it again. And then we see an ENT because the cough keeps hanging on, even when mm-hmm. the rest of the symptoms subside. And he thinks, you know, sometimes these sinus infections, they just persist because it's such a there's no way to get medicine there. And mm. it's sort of a large facial cavity, right? 
So then she goes on antibiotics for three weeks. These are the pills she had to learn to take. And that was oh, a right, whole right, right. ordeal, right? She gets through it. And once again, it's it sort of seems to get better in the middle. And then it sort of comes back. By the time we're done, we're not sure if anything's different over the course of three weeks. We mm. schedule again with some, some other doctor. This person is um, pulmonology. Oh, okay. And we're because th- now they're like, well, it's the next thing is either you go um, pulmonology and they're thinking something like asthma mm-hmm. or allergist to to really get down to it with allergies. So, but the pulmonologist was like, okay, look, I'm just gonna we're gonna <laughs> figure this we're gonna figure <laughs> this out. She says, well, here's what's going on, something, but we need to like instead of shooting all the guns, we're just going to do one thing at a time. So she's gonna test for everything, <laughs> and then we're only gonna change one thing at a time so that we can actually find the cause. Oh, such right? as the scientific method, such right. as the in, which, <laughs> yeah. and I and I said to Marielle like, you this sounds like we're slowing down. But in the beginning, when you have a kid that's sick, you just go do all this because the first, the very first doctor, they were like, here's antibiotics. Also take two different allergy medicines and we'll see if we can calm those tissues down. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're doing everything. And you're not sure what helps, but that's right. what and you if do it had when gone you away. have a sick kid. Right. Yeah, we if wouldn't it had have gone away, then you, know. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so then, so we see pulmonology. She gets a blood draw to test for allergens. Cool. And they do a panel, right? We're gonna yeah. fucking know, right? And then, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. she does she does a, a lung function test, which is where you like play this game, right? You have to breathe into a big tube. Yeah, and you have to like, you have to, like raise time. a ball or something. It's like on a computer, but yeah, they, she has to like make okay. a balloon inflate on a computer and stuff. Um, she does a pretty, you know, she goes through this whole thing. She gets the blood draw. A couple of days later, they schedule it. They couldn't do it the same day. She gets a CT scan of her head. They're like, we're going to find out about this girl's goddamn sinuses. What the fuck is going on in here? (laughs) Which is super fun. It doesn't take long to do. She loved it. She was like, and it was over with. Um, And so then we have this fun picture of her head that's very gruesome. And uh, (laughs) she thought it was fun. Um, And basically, we're coming up with she's allergic to nothing. She doesn't seem to have any lung function problems. Her oxygen is all correct. Her CT scan looks fine. She'd already had a chest x-ray before. I guess I missed that part of the story. Her lungs Mm -hmm. are fine. There's no obvious anything. And just when we're almost frustrated with that, she's almost not coughing now. So, like, at the end of the day, this whole thing, at the end of the day, we're coming down to, (laughs) it probably was sort of a series of chain infections, like maybe a couple of mild colds that caused a sinus infection, and then Mm -hmm. it just kept rolling on for a while. And even though she was still coughing after the antibiotics, it just eventually calmed down. And she's probably going to be fine without any intervention. She actually got sent home with, like, test um, asthma uh, mm-hmm. medicine and a little wow. they, they make them use this um, thing it, may, it looks like drug paraphernalia but the, instead of just directly <laughs> doing it in inhaler when they give yeah. them to kids they train you on this thing where you sort of fill up this chamber first and then breathe in from the chamber huh. I don't I don't really know why but um, but she hasn't even used it and it was supposed to be just like try this <laughs> if you have Sorry. a coughing I got eyes on the chat here it's, it's, it's great maybe so she's faking bomb. it committed yeah, to the I mean, bit I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. I'm not 
I, I don't know enough about the the uh, smoking paraphernalia to be able to describe it in a competent way. So if I'm pretty sure that's a bong, but don't bongs have water in them, or is that a different thing? I don't I know. Bongs dude. have water. Like, I don't know about this stuff. I'm sorry, guys. Like I'm not that cool. I sorry. I sh- sure. Okay. I'm now. I'm getting nothing. I think they're all talking about me behind my back. It's fine. Um, it there's, a, have, there's like a separate chat, just like the oh my god, Justin chat. It's the, it's the listen to this guy chat. So uh, anyway, yes, she has a bong, I guess, but there's no water in it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, dude. So, um, but she hasn't used it. Like she's supposed to try it. Like if because yeah. apparently sometimes you can get you you can tell if you get. If it immediately gets better, then you have some reaction to the whatever that medicine is. Yeah, yeah. And if if she does, that doesn't even mean she has asthma. Or or what re- what it really means is like sometimes people have asthma for a little while when they're a kid, and then it kind of resolves. It can go away. I was just talking yeah. to a friend. They think their kid. I think he's six. Yeah. They're leaning towards it's looking like asthma, but yeah. Or no, he had it, and then he's like trending out of it already. Yeah, yeah, and they say. Yeah. Um, and they said that's fine. And what they'll do is she'll have a like thing on her record that says asthma, but they will take it off when she stops needing the medicine at okay. all, which is totally like normal, fine. I guess. Yeah, so weird. yeah. Well, like kids grow out of stuff. Like like Jack can't have um, so uh, milk proteins, like um, oh, cow's yeah. milk proteins and soy, and it's just a thing that we've got to deal with because that's what you do, I guess. Yeah. And but like the gastroenterologist is like he'll grow out of it. Yeah. Like he's not lactose intolerant, but he is right now. Well, because the lactose intolerance you're supposed to grow into. <laughs> <laughs> That's at the other end. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, um, my office is a mess yeah. because it's become like a Christmas gift dumping ground, as you can kind of see. Oh, uh, okay, my, right. Like the rest of it's like oh, in this corner on my desk. Is it like um, you're not at work right now, so no. this is the room that's not being used? Pretty much, yeah. So there's like a bunch <laughs> of baby stuff in here. Uh-huh. Um, I got this. I don't know if you can really tell. I got a new boom for my oh. microphone. You know, I was and, looking at that, but I didn't I didn't quite pick it up that it was new. Yeah, yeah. so I need to actually balance it still because it's a little heavy on this end. I had to okay. raise my desk a second ago to, to like <laughs> bring it where I want it. <laughs> your mic's drooping down, so you're going to raise your whole I'm desk. I'm going to raise the whole it. desk. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking up at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The mic works, yeah. But what's great about it is it's got the track in the top to hold the uh, mic cable. And cool. these little clips, I don't know if you can, so these little clips come up and they just, oh, that's nice. In there so you can thread and it snaps. Yeah. Yep. And so I can leave it all connected now instead of having to put all of this away every time I put my mic down, you know, because I used to like the, the other boom I had was just kind of flimsy and it was okay. in a bad spot on my desk, but this one's much longer. So it can be on yeah. the back of my desk instead of next to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just all around far more, uh, Ergonomic and useful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's stronger. It doesn't ping in the same way. Like it's it's just better. So um, I just need to like tighten the thing on the bottom and balance it up, you know, with the Uh tension that I want. And it's killer. So that's that's music gear technically. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um what else? Any other music gear stuff? I got a pedal we'll talk about in a bit. Um, All right. I got one of my friends. Um, this yeah, I was going to say. Focus, uh, but I. So it's it's one of these uh, holographic illusions, right? So it's a it's an etched sheet of uh, plexiglass, yeah, yeah, acrylic, and with LEDs, right? And so I've just got it sort of on rainbow vomit. Is mode. it your logo? It's the studio, studio name? logo. Yeah. Cool. 
I like that. And I figured I'd put it there so it would be in this shot. That's good. It's perfect. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty neat. And uh, wife had gotten me basically the same exact thing, but the plates are... Um, like structural drawings of spaceships from my game. Oh, so that's awesome. down in the other room. Yeah. And it's causing me, now I'm like, I have a I have Which a redesign. Which room am I in? Look at the plates. <laughs> right, exactly. So <laughs> I want to like do a redesign of my game room now and it's going to involve like storing part of the couch that's down there that nobody uses. And so I'm mm. like, I'm like, tra- I'm, I have been storing trash. I don't know if you guys do this. <laughs> Sound off in the chat, but when there's something you need to get rid of that you don't use anymore, it's like a large object or something, and you have a storage room, you just put it in the storage room, and pretty soon I'm like crawling over stuff, and I'm like, I used to be able to walk through this. What the fuck? My basement's an absolute shit show. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I have to find a place to store like part of a couch, and I know there's room in here. I just have to throw away, I only have to throw away like four things and then just organize it. And I'm going to reclaim like a hundred square feet of space. Yeah. But, and yeah, then I'm going like, like to take decorations and set them up and move the mm-hmm. whole thing around. It's going to be great. But anyway, yeah, we're but, in the middle of tearing down Christmas here. And it's like, I just need to take the 15 minutes it takes to break down 400 boxes. Yeah. And then I'll have all this extra room. <laughs> Speaking of acrylic, I already showed you guys this, but I'll throw it on the pod. Beth got me this marble oh, yeah. maze. And it's in this acrylic box. This is all laser cut balsa wood. And I saw and you assembled it, right? Like it yeah, comes so flat it, comes, it comes flat packed like Ikea and you just pop out all of these pieces and they snap together with no glue or fasteners or anything. They're yeah. just friction. Um, and you can see the marble. Here is this black glass marble that's floating around. And this right here, this like L-shaped thing. So these circles are all flush oh, against the acrylic so it doesn't move around. And this is the start of the track. So you just... Move it over to there, and now it's up on the platform. Oh man! And it moves around, and then you got to flip it. Wait, am I going the right way? No. You got to flip it so you, it goes onto. You got to flip side. it so so you move the whole thing in like entirely in three D and stuff on every oh, axis to like run through the the maze. And there's three levels of maze within this. Three different paths it can take. You it's sequential, so you have to start on one, then you get to mm-hmm. two, then three. I haven't actually solved it yet because I just I put it together and then haven't had a lot of free time. And it comes with a stand, so it's like up on my bookshelf over here. And it it's it stands up in this like this kind of orientation, mm-hmm. which is awesome to look at. Oh, cool. So yeah. Yeah. Um that's rad. And soon I, I didn't solve this because I was on to my next build project, which is the Lego world. The Lego map. map, yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna go right here, uh, behind me when it's when I have it done. Actually, I'll post a a photo in the chat because it came out fucking great. Mm-hmm. And um, here we go. Oh, do, 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 do. Send. It's about 11,000 pieces. And you make this by, um, it's, it's so rad. Um, oh, wait, that's not even the final one. Hang on. There, so yeah, here it is. In, that's the one go. from like yesterday morning or something. <laughs> Yeah, so here's the finished one. It's got a frame around it. An like edge. it comes with with gear to oh with bricks and stuff to make like a very shallow shadow box so you don't knock off pieces on the edges. Okay. And yeah, throw that in the in the video for us. All right. Yeah, let's um It looks so good. It's it's so awesome. Um can you glue it? What do you mean? Like glue all the pegs down? I mean, you could. It would you take don't you glue a, a, Lego, you monster. monster the craggle. Um <laughs> So it's what's rad is like this is 40 16 by 16 stud tiles. And so each <laughs> each tile has 
256 dots on it. And, and they're those, dots too, because I saw one of the close-ups you shared. They're not like just a square Lego. They're a circle. They're a round Lego. Yeah. Right. So, so it, it causes you to be able to see the texture to it, you know, where you wouldn't necessarily. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here so I, I shared this one. And the land masses are raised, which is super cool. So as Oops. you kind of go through, you know, you can you can yeah. see it. It has like a, a raised a texture. <clears throat> yeah. And the, there is a shadow piece. So like it's... It's just wicked. And they, they have it all set up so you can customize the oceans and stuff. I went with the one that's the default, which is like the ocean depth. Yeah. Which is like cool. very cool. Um, but if as long as you do the land masses and their blue outlines, like the shadow piece for it, mm-hmm. um, and leave the rest to whatever, you can blue? customize it any way you want. It's a dark navy blue. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah. So the background tile is black. And then yeah. the land masses are white, and then the navy blue border, and then everything else is just like a paint by numbers thing. Like you, you, the instructions have a one to one finished thing, and it's yeah. like here's 256 dots, row one, and they're all just one through ten. Like there's ten values, and you just lay oh, them yeah. out, okay, over and over and over. Wow, it's rad. So I gotta, I gotta find a way to hang it up. It comes with some special hardware. Uh, to get it on a wall, so I got to deal with that. Figure out where I want it to go. I'm probably going to move some concert posters and stuff up here because you can't really see it on my camera. But the rest of this wall is empty. There's it's a huge uh-huh. wall and there's nothing on it except my guitars. So I kind of want to fill it up with some cool stuff. Um, <laughs> I have this weird problem where the wall's so big, like any one thing on it looks way too small. Looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I need to kind of get a get a bunch of stuff on there. Um. Yeah. So it's like a Christmas explosion here yeah. in a very cool way. Um. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's been. Um. I mean, it. We we do. We have a pretty chill time. Um. Over here, as far as Christmas is concerned, but and and then over the next few days, we've had like a few different friend groups that have. You know, one of them mm-hmm. on New Year's with some of uh, Mariel's new. Uh. Uh. uh from grad school people, Mm, um, which I was in fear about because they're so much younger than us. And one time we had them over for a game night and they were raring to go way later than I was. And I was like, (laughs) I don't want to kick you guys out of my house, but you're seeing me get droopy. Uh, But You got to get those those cocktail napkins that say, please please leave by 10. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it was, but but Mariel was like, but it's, it's New Year's. Like we're going to stay up and watch the thing anyway. Right. Um, and it was it was fine. Really, what I what I found was there wasn't very much difference between that and what they would do on a normal night. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't that bad. And then last night, we, some other friends that we hadn't seen, and they they um, we do a little gift exchange with them too, which is where mm-hmm. actually where that's from. Um, cool. And they they like to give Ari they give Ari some cool things, a little uh, terrarium. And oh, a, and and this thing that's like the size of an iPad Mini, but um, it's black, and you have a pen, and you can draw on it, and it's like rainbow hmm. colored. What what you reveal? Oh. But I think it's um, I think it's e ink. I think it's oh rev- no way because it has a battery, but it's like a little watch battery, and the only thing it's for is when you push the button, it erases back to black. So it, Whoa. I think it's just e paper, like an audio, like a. You know, like, a mean, like a Kindle, but it's black, and you reveal the right rainbow colored under under. That sounds like something I She's want. I got this cool pew, pew 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 shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for my podcast co-host. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, it was, yeah. when we saw that, it was like, oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, speaking of. <laughs> For sure, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> speaking of pew, 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 and more Legos, I also got this um, Star Wars uh, oh, diorama. the trench run. The trench run scene. Uh, I bought this for myself because I'm an adult. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, so. awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, um, you want to like talk about a guitar thing? I got a pedal. Uh, we could. I still have your your thing up on the screen. Yeah, I mean, I so I um, it dawns on me now. I fixed supposedly my pedal genie uh, wish list <laughs> a long time ago, and they still haven't. Apparently, yeah. I need to. I need to. I need to grease those wheels a little bit more because nothing. So here's here's what happened. Then, so here's what happened to me. I got, I got an email that said you're going to get the Hawaiian pizza from Caroline Guitar Company, and I was like, okay. great. That's right. the one that we said on the podcast a while ago. Ham is the input. Remember that? Was an I episode do t- only because yeah. I just listened to our <laughs> to our special <laughs> yeah. episode. And so that was we were talking the about the Hawaiian glory. pizza, and it's a fuzz. And I was like, this this thing's supposed to be great. I'm so looking forward to it. I get the box. It says Caroline Hawaiian Pizza on it. Okay. And what are they? What what's in the box? But the Earthquaker Devices Grand Orbiter. <laughs> oh, that's so they a sent me to- the wrong that's, pedal that's in the nothing- right box with the right email. So nothing even correct about it. Not even close. Yeah. Um, so I let them know, and they were like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Fun people there. Um, I'll tell you what. We we, yeah. we should do our. We we haven't done this in a, in a bit, but we should do the pedal genie ad read, and um, that means we're gonna need gifts. Oh yeah, I forgot to do a gift call because um, I was about, taking care of a sick baby. How about the gifts? So let's let's make the gifts not sick babies. Butts, classic. Butts, you want to go classic? classic? I was gonna say Lego actually, but oh Lego! I wonder Lego could be good. Yeah, let's do Lego. All right, let's do Lego. Let's do Lego that. gifts. Let's do that. Lego gifts. All right, all right, all right. Here it comes, everybody, and go. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $22 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $47 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $77 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone, and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wish list with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. <laughs> Very good. Um, well, uh, as as could Ooh. be predicted, they're heavily stepping on Lego based gifts. <laughs> All right, so the actual pedal that this is is the Earthquaker. What did he say it was, guys? Uh, Grand Orbiter. Grand Orbiter. Phase Machine. Yeah, sorry, I gotta adjust a level here. That's no problem. 
I have to tell Earthquaker that I accept all the cookies. Does it sound like normal? Yeah. Sounds quiet to me. Okay. All right, whatever. I'm on my strat today. Yeah. So the Grand Orbiter is a phaser, and I was surprised to get it. It also does vibrato, I think. Uh, I played it once before Christmas, and it's been sitting in my office ever since. It is one of the slowest, slowest phasers I've ever heard in my life. Oh, okay. And as a fan of slow phase, um, I might say it's like kind of too slow sometimes. <laughs> like you can't really tell what it's doing. So there's like a rate <laughs> subdivision thing, and uh, the, the yeah. with one, two, or three. So. Um, so I've got the rate at noon, and I'm on rate speed rating number three. So that's whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Yeah. So. Sounds like a phaser. Yeah. I'm going to move it down to, to depth, or sorry, to rate rating number one. I haven't moved the rate knob. So that could be, that could be half speed. It's very slow, but like that's that's I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, dropped I, I the rate that. knob down a little. There it goes. It's very. <laughs> <laughs> it's super slow. Yeah, I kind of dig think it too. That's, I think that's what I would like in it. Yeah, I, this might be it. This might be why I never liked phasers. Yeah, they need to yeah, fucking chill out like this one. Nope. See, this is bad. What are you talking about, Justin? This is awful. <laughs> You've made a terrible sound. <laughs> so, um, there's also knobs for depth, sweep, and resonance. So you can get a really subtle. Um, it's a four-stage phaser, so you can get like a really subtle phase 45 type of sound. The resonance is going to kind of alter, I mean, correct me here, but like the the part of a phaser where it's at, I guess, probably its peak, where it kind of gets a little squeaky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so maybe a resonance oh. would, would ease that somewhat. Like the resonance is like how vocal it is, in my opinion. Like that's kind of... Okay. So this is max resonance. Like it's the most yeah. swirly. You get that wham quick thing. Right. Yeah. So if I bring that way down. So now it's all the way off. It's not as vowel-like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Switch it over to everything at noon. We switch it to vibrato. Is it quieter? It does seem a little quieter. Is this like the slowest vibrato in history? No. Uh, I mean, effectively, I guess. Mm-hmm. We'll turn that up a little bit. 
So it's a vibrato in the way that like a univibe is vibrato. Like it's mixed in or something? Yeah, maybe? It's, it's like okay. the mix is different. A little more motion. Very subtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With it off. Oh, it's a little, yeah. So it's just adding the littlest bit of motion, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I used to be... I've said a million times I don't like vibrato because I don't like my guitar feeling out of tune. Mm -hmm. But I have been kind of experimenting a little bit with it lately on the Juliana. And for single note stuff, if you can dial in a a subtle vibrato that's not right. like, oh my God, seasick. Um, that's a real that's a sleeper move. Like having mm -hmm. a little bit of motion on single line, single note lines. It's a very cool little trick, and it, it yeah. just gives it this like it helps stand off everything else in a cool way. Gives it a little bit of extra something on top. So, yeah, my um, my feeling about about uh, vibrato effects again, like it's usually yeah, it's like that's the best way to use it. But I always think about um, Zelda two. <laughs> yeah. You know, in the way that the little NES would do with a little vibrato in that. And um, so I have a, like, fond memory about it, you know, a memory association with it, even though, like, musically, yeah, it's, you, know, you really have to be a lot more subtle than that to most right. of the time. You know? I, I like the phase setting a lot more. Like, if I had yeah. this pedal, it would stay on phaser. Um, but if you're looking for a four-stage phaser... You know, that's really subtle in the camp of phase 90 or, you know, more closely phase 45. Mm. Check this one out because, you know, phase is one of my favorite modulation effects and this is a really good specimen. Mm -hmm. Phase is the slowest, right? Uh, we ask, we talk or about is this. Fan, I think it is, is flange slower. I think phase usually? is the slowest because flange and chorus are so close. Yeah. Uh, but they and are chorus kind would of, definitely I mean, be the fastest, right? So yeah, I feel like they're all usually made the same way or similarly, but it's they're sort of this is like the distortion versus overdrive versus boost, yeah, like or fuzz yeah. or whatever. You know, the, there's different sort of levels of, of the same thing, and obviously there's characteristics that are that become yeah, more they, optimized they, for one part of the range than the other. But right, so. Whatever. I mean, I, I still, you know, I want to try the Caroline Hawaiian pizza, but I'm glad I got the Grand Orbiter. It's it's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cuts the gen. What? Oh, let's see. Vibrato is created by Using tuning the resonance down low. Oh. So the phase vibrato switch, according to this, cuts the dry signal. Oh, is that what's happening? So, okay, so all they're hearing is the affected part of the phase, not the dry mix. And if you lower the resonance, it turns into a vibrato effect. There we go. Okay. Which is why it gets quieter. It's cutting out your yeah. dry. Yeah. 
You know, it's funny that they didn't. They look like they did. They've um, they've designed something pretty elegant here. Couldn't they have put in like an amp that compensates for that? That would be nice. You know? Yeah. Even if even if it was just a set screw in the side or something, maybe. Yeah. But you said you like the phase side of it better anyway, so. I think most people will. If you want it. Yeah, if, if you want a vibrato effect, there's probably a better vibrato effect out there. Right? <laughs> there is. I think it's is the this? Juliana. Um, or, or the Julia. Either one. Where's mine? Oh, it's over on top of my amp. Which is like exactly behind the boom. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I mean, vibe is a vibrato, not univibe, is, is such an interesting effect because... It gives you a little bit of motion. Like it's it's also it's why I use the um, the reel to reel tape thing in Helix all the time because mm-hmm. it gives you just the subtlest little it's flutter, wow it's, and flutter yeah yeah um, with that one you can also saturate it so it's a cool overdrivey thing but you know I don't notice it until I'm listening to just like amp hum and you can hear it wiggling a little bit or you know when on long sustained notes or chords you can hear it wiggle but when you're doing yeah. again single note stuff it really gives you a right nice. yeah i so all right my take on my take on this grand orbiter is they made this phase pedal and they did a really good job and then at some point they realized if they just put a toggle switch that cut the clean, they could claim it's a vibrato also. Because <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what we see now. It's like, oh, yeah. shoot, if you cut the clean signal out of the mix and they didn't bother to compensate for that at all, it's just a toggle. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, okay, they've, they technically they added an extra feature there for next to free. So that's, that's cool. It's $200. Yeah, all right. I think, I think Earthquaker is. I, I always think of them as as being um, like con, kind of a high end outfit. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, no, like I I feel like I'm paying for metal when I buy from them. You know what I mean? Like I'm paying like the for rugged construction for sure. Yeah, um, I've really enjoyed everything I've had from Earthquaker. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, I remember trying the Hoof Reaper and the Afterneath at some point. Um, all really great. Um, oh, yeah, it's also on a pedal board on my floor. It's got a rate LED too, so you can always see mm-hmm. how fast it's going. That is not the bypass LED. So that's cool. And Feedback. yep. Let's see. Handmade in Akron, Ohio. Yep. There you go. Um, I was going to say something else about it and I forget. Uh, oh, I think if it was just a phaser, 200 bucks is a little steep. But it kind of is just a phaser. And yeah. that, little, that little thing is a, um, like, okay, there's... Um, like, there's you're a, right. <laughs> there's a switch on my, my brown amp over here. There's a switch uh, right above the input jack. And um, the way the input circuit is designed, I think this is fairly common, but there's just a little uh, resistor or... I don't remember what component it is, but there's just a little thing stretched across a couple of the pins... And it's on that switch, so you engage it, and it's a it's a gentle boost to the input. Mm. It's not anything crazy, but it kind of makes it. It's not totally linear, and it makes it sound a little more full. Now, it always sounds better with that turned on. 
Yeah. It's something that probably is in most amps and it's just always on because it sounds, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but when this, when my, my friend made this, he's like, oh, I can put this in and it's like an extra feature and you put a switch in and it's like an extra feature. It's mm. never off. I would never, every time yeah. I turn it off, it sounds worse. Um, so is that a feature? Like, this is a philosophical question. Like, yeah, is like that if, a feature? If it's, yeah. Well, for another example, I guess I didn't talk about this on the show, but I got a new amp a little while ago and it's oh. right here. It's the Fender, or sorry, oh my gosh, it's the, I saw my Strat and I was like, it's a Fender. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's, it's the PRS, PRS HDRX20. Yeah. Which is a modern recreation of one of Jimi Hendrix's Marshalls played at Woodstock, and oh, wow. that's not not why I, I bought it. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's not I'm not like a Hendrix head or anything like that. But I have never owned a Marshall style amp, and it's a, a very good um, rendition or interpretation of a Plexi. And yeah, it's just right so okay. anyway, it's a four input Marshall, but it only has one input on this model because it's internally jumped. Because it always sounds better when it. you yeah. right, <laughs> so it's always jumped. And then there's there's the bass volume and treble volume, like the treble channel, bass channel volumes that you just blend together. Those are right on the front. Yeah. So okay, so the like, why, still, why the you, topology still works the same way. It's just yeah. you're never going to not jump it. So why yeah. <laughs> expose those bits of the circuit to potential failures by putting them outside the amp? Yeah, and and you can just dial one all the way out if you don't want to use it anyway. So. Oh yeah, okay. There you go. So anyway, it's a rad amp. Like if anyone's looking for a Plexi style amp, it's righteous. It's actually the reason my Strat is in my office, and you know, yeah, so, something like a, a three single coil guitar into a Plexi is the sound. Like it, it really <laughs> is. It nails it. But uh, yeah, I'm not out here trying to sound like Jimi Hendrix or anything like that. But man, is it a killer amp? It's a good one. That's cool. You know. I, like yesterday when I was thinking about what we're going to talk about on the show, you know, I sort of ponder it like, oh my God, what are, what the fuck are yeah, we going to talk I about? Don't know. Um, it's, it's like, uh, I started thinking like, are we going to do any like year end stuff? I don't know. We sort of did that already. Do we need yeah. to, um, what, like what changed this year about guitar stuff? I was thinking in my head, this was probably the year when I stopped very much thinking about real amps. And oh. not that I'm like out to like buy other stuff, but when mm -hmm. every single time I've been recording something, it's been a Helix or Iridium or something or like something. that. Yeah. And yeah, and I've got some of my some of my uh, clients that were sort of like placing out projects over long periods of time. I've spent a little time with them getting them set up. He has Helix stuff, so it's just well, you know what? You don't actually need to come to my studio if you don't want to, and mm -hmm. send me tracks. And I get Pro Tools sessions from him that are just. You know, just spaced yeah. out a bunch of Helix inputs. And um, and I was thinking, like, I used to sort of not want to do stuff like that. And I liked having these around. I would reamp stuff through them and stuff like that. And now it's like I kind of am reamping through that. Or um, mm -hmm. so, the, you know, the dark glass that comes in here from time to time yeah. um, for bass stuff and things like that. But... You know, you have you have several yeah. helixes, and, yeah, and so have that's still the bought thing. a few like, amps in the past couple of years. Some right, I've had the the rev for uh, I guess like two years now, or a year and a change yeah. at this point, um, which I'm keeping because it has that digital out on it. I can't like the this 
PRS amp is rad, but unfortunately people on the podcast won't hear it because I don't have the means to record it. Right? I don't have a two mm-hmm. notes, I don't have a an aux box, I don't have anything, a, a cab and a mic set up that I can realistically do that with because, you know, I just don't. This is just my house. So I got it because I like guitar amps, right? Like that's the only yeah. reason. And <laughs> and I I got it just I found it, it's used. I got an amazing deal on it. So it's it just is what it is. Like I do I've you think the people, value of those has come down? Because like you you mentioned how good the price was. I mean, that's obviously that's the that was So this amp's maybe, really new. Maybe that's not like, the main factor, but it's a key factor, right? Like you wouldn't have well paid full price. Um, so it's made overseas. So there's that. It's okay. So right, let me give you a little background here on the PRS yeah. HDRX line. They made a year or two ago, I don't even know when, they made two amps, the HDRX 50 and 100. And they were the same deal. Hendrix's Woodstock Marshalls. Made in the U.S., a 50 watt version and a 100 watt version, and they're really expensive. And they're, yeah, they're not okay. hand wired or anything like that, but they are, re- you know, about as boutique as you can get from a brand like PRS. And they're extremely loud, and they are extremely great amps. Sound awesome, very impractical. So <laughs> they released this 20 watt version, far more usable volume range, no power scaling, but. That's okay. Marshall wouldn't have had it then anyway. Yeah. And if you care about the reissue stuff, and it's made overseas, so retails for I think eight hundred, mm-hmm. uh, or it's under a thousand. Actually, I have Sweetwater open anyway. Oops, HDRX twenty. It might be seven hundred, seven ninety nine. So it's a head only. You can get a matching cab. I have the Rev cab. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and I got it for uh six twenty five. Something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, like that's what I mean. <laughs> and this amp, this version, the 20 watt, only came out in like September or October. So the market is very quickly adjusting to that, I Low, guess. It's, lowering that, that cost a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and it's like brand yeah. new. So it's, it's in great shape. And even a, it's so new in the market that even a used one isn't that old. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, right. It, just, it can't be. So, and I mean, that's the, the question I ask is like, that's a highly personal answer. So it's not like, oh, yeah. is, it's not like we're just going to speak for everyone, but, um, you know, I do think that that market pressure exists. Like the, the person that does want to have a large loud amp is an increasingly narrow window. And I mean, a, they mm-hmm. could also go in this other direction, this digital direction and, and be fine and in some ways better off. So, you know, how is that value equation changing? It is interesting yeah. to me to, to a certain extent, <coughs> except, you know, I, I, like I said, it's always going to come down to, yeah, yeah but and, I, I like this. Yeah. And that has, and, and right, just so for, that has value too. Just for comparison, the 100 watt version of the amp is $3,100. So like it's prohibitively loud and expensive. So, <laughs> you know? What what that's amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. All yeah. right. Um I So anyway, like as far as the the question or not question but the conversation of caring about real amps and stuff. Yeah. I I do not fall victim like people listening. Do not fall victim to feeling like you need to decide. It's so easy to be like, uh, everything is marketed towards you as like, is this finally the tube amp killer? Fuck it. Like, who cares? You can have both, right? Like, you don't, <laughs> you so rarely are going to be in a situation where you need to pick. Yeah. And, and that's the only thing you can ever have. It's not like that. 
Nothing is ever yeah. like that. So yeah. I don't know. Just like what you like. I they all have different use cases, and like I just I like guitar gear. It's one of the things I, I collect and makes me happy, and I get to do things with. So yeah, I probably yeah. will play this PRS head at home mostly. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if I need to go, if I'm going to go like play at a friend's house, I'm probably not going to bring my Helix. If I'm just like hanging out and we're shooting the shit, like oh, I'm going to bring yeah, a two, you know, I'm going to bring a guitar amp and yeah. But if I join a band and we're doing, you know, the band stuff, I might use the Helix instead That's because I could, Helix. I could do in ears, I could do different, totally different rigs for songs and whatever. It's there's there's a million reasons to go with both and just I don't know, I yeah. get really tired. I've I've <laughs> very frequently uh, referenced my growing annoyance with the guitar industry. Yeah. Yeah. But this is one of them too, where it's like nothing. It's not this versus that. Yeah, like just get yeah. what you like to get at this point, and what you feel. The comfortable market with. got bigger. Yeah, at the and end better of the day. and, and better. better. Yeah. Like there's so much better stuff now. Yeah. So cool. I'll put my um, soapbox away for now. <laughs> all right. I've just gotten a message that apparently we're leaving in four minutes. I thought oh, I had. I thought I had another thirty. Uh, so apparently I've misinterpreted what was on what was not on my calendar. So anyway, okay. Um, which is why we moved the thing. Anyway, so let's um, let's put a pin in this one um, mm-hmm. and uh, welcome to twenty twenty three, everybody. Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Thanks, Mike. So. The um, let's see, what do we do? I mean, we once you know, once again, join us on Discord, discord.io slash tone, uh, yeah, slash tone control, <laughs> discord.io slash tone control, and uh, support the show on patreon.com slash the tone control. <coughs> and that's, I mean, that's a thing. And and there's all these, there's all, all of our tiers still exist and all of our fun mm-hmm. stuff. We will pick a date to set up a hangout for this month. Yep. Um, uh, at some point, we haven't picked that out yet, and um, that leaves just to to thank the patrons, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna do it then. So here we go. Not screwing up anyone's names. It's Nick Greenwood, Carson Ricketts, Matthew Fenslaw, Ryzen Wolf, Jamie Evans, Doug King, Big Daddy Doug, still Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini. <laughs> You're a wizard, Gary. <laughs> Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast, <laughs> Mako Guitars, Andrew Walsh of Andrew's Alcove, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, and Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects. Thank you all so much again. Um, Hell let's, yeah. Let's have another good year, everybody. Yeah. Go get it. Tenth year of the Tone Control. Oh, Stay yeah. Tuned. Stay tuned. All right. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.